welcome to the City Point Church podcast. Thanks for joining us. Every day is an opportunity to take hold of. So we hope this message inspires you and builds your faith, that it helps you have more of a God perspective for your day. Enjoy. Um, But if you're ready for a great word today and ready to receive, could you declare out loud, today my heart is open, my ears are alert, to grow and change. And never be the same. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Why don't you be seated this morning? So the word anoint or anointing in the dictionary means to smear or rub with oil. So this is where oil comes into anointing, okay? So we also see oil being used to anoint as a representation of the Holy Spirit in the Bible when David was anointed as king. First Samuel, it's not on the screens, uh, 16, 13 in the Bible says, then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So we see the connection straight away there of oil anointing and Holy Spirit. Now, in the Bible, people were anointed into uh, roles like David was to outwork specific tasks that God had called people to or as a precursor to the Holy Spirit filling them. Who's noticed a theme this morning already about the Holy Spirit and anointing from the worship Mel stole my message this morning in the transition. (laughs) I think God's doing something in the midst of the church. Who had a vision? Lift your hand if you had a vision this morning. Heaps of people. I had visions this morning as well. And, um, oh man, I woke up this morning. Normally when it rains, the pastor gets up on platform and goes, oh, the rain, it's a prophetic thing. It just happens all the time. It's what we do as pastors. Um, But I woke up this morning and I said to Mel in the car on the way here, I said, it's raining, like it's Holy Spirit Day. And and in the scripture, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit refers to water and wind as well. And uh, Marvel steals that, or DC steals that, um, you know, from the Bible. So today we are declaring that we are anointed by God. And we're going to look at how this is so and what it actually means for you and I. So I've titled the the message, I'm Anointed of God. Can you say out loud, I'm Anointed of God? That's right, you are. The Holy Spirit of God was the present power that instigated the forming and the birth of Jesus Christ. The relationship between Jesus and the Holy Spirit is just beautiful. Listen to this scripture from Matthew 1 verses 18. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. Amazing. Jesus was born of the Holy Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit was the power in which Jesus was conceived. 
that is just amazing to wrap your head around. You know, at the age of 30, 30 years later, Jesus was then baptized by John the Baptist. And the Holy Spirit now comes upon Jesus like a dove, which we sung about just this morning. So Matthew 3.16 says this, When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. In the book of Acts, in the Bible, the apostle Peter said this. He said in verse 37, chapter 10, verse 37, That word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea, it's talking about the word of the gospel of Jesus, and begun from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. Verse 38, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. Who anointed Jesus? God. And he did it with the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all were who, who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit, with power to fulfill the ministry of doing good and of healing. And then we're going to read how Jesus has now sent us. And this is when everything changed for you and I. This is when it changes for humanity. At the end of his ministry, three years later, Jesus was crucified and then he rose from the dead. His tomb was found empty, and that very same day, Jesus showed himself to his disciples. John 20, verses 20 to 22 says this. He showed them his hands, the holes in his hands, and his side where the, the spear went in his side. Then the, the disciples were glad when they saw that this is the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. I like how the rain just settled right there. And Jesus said this, and he went, And he said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. Amazing. Would you say, I'm anointed of God? Jesus now sent the disciples. This is Jesus sending you and Jesus sending me. He sends us to ministry. In the same way that Jesus was sent, anointed with the Holy Spirit, with power and with mission, with purpose in his life, Jesus breathed and the disciples were now sent and filled. 
let's look at our mission. See, the task given to the disciples and all the followers of God is found in Matthew 28, 16 to 20. It says this, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him like we did this morning. But some people doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying this, listen to this, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, of Kabulchuk, of Morayfield, of your household, your neighbours, your street, this whole district, Mortonshire. Let's go and make disciples with the authority given to us. Man, we do not speak words without the authority of Jesus. When you speak the gospel, you need to understand that gospel that you are speaking is filled with authority. It is filled with power. It is filled with the anointing oil. It is filled with the breath of God. It is filled with rivers of water. And when you speak the gospel through your own lips, it is full of convicting power that will transform another person's life. And who knows that people in our district, people in your street, your very next door neighbor needs to know the living word of God, the gospel that saves, They need to know that Jesus loves them. Amen. It's more than a song. It's more than a church gathering. It's a purpose and a mission that has been instilled into our lives through Jesus himself. All authority has been given to him in heaven and on earth. Go make disciples of all nations. Listen, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, that he has commanded us, all things. The Bible cover to cover, teach them, command them to obey the word, the life-giving word of God. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. A few chapters earlier, Jesus was talking with his disciples and he said this. It's in Matthew 10, 7, 8. I don't know if you're ready for this verse. I'm, just, I'm not sure. I might just keep, I'm just going to skip this verse. Not today. Not today. And as we move on, I'm going to skip my favorite verse that I wanted to share today, but I'm, I can't. I'm, are you ready for it? Yeah. Are, you, are you ready to receive? Yeah. This is the truth. Like, just keep into context. You have been given by Jesus Christ himself. This is no myth. It's no old-fashioned story. We aren't the church gathering just because we aren't sure, so we're going to gather in case there is a God. This is the living church, Amen. Yep. Can everyone yell out loud, church. church? I heard me. I heard you say me. 
Can you say church? I heard you convict me. You said, Pastor Gray, we are the church. And by Jesus himself, we have been given a mission. We have been given power. We have authority. When you pray over your children, don't pray in hope, but pray with assurance because you have been given authority. And when you start to doubt that, read these scriptures and remind yourself who gave you that authority. The one that took the power from heaven, who, who died on the cross and rose, then victored over hell. The one that has the authority in heaven and on earth has breathed into your life the Spirit of God that holds this power and this world together. He was there right when Jesus was born. By his power, creation happened. Read Genesis 1. He hovered over the earth and form came. He has spoken to you and I today. And he says in Matthew 10, 7 to 8, Jesus said these words, And as you and I go, preaching. Who's the preacher? Say me. Saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What do we preach? The kingdom of heaven is at hand. That's the gospel and it's alive. Those few words will transform someone's life when they're speak, spoken with power and authority. See, we go out and we don't go, oh, Jesus loves you. I felt God at church last Sunday. You need to know he loves you. No, we go to our neighbour and we say, hey, I am compelled by the power of God to let you know that the kingdom of God is at hand and Jesus is coming soon and he loves you and his mighty spirit is for you and he is calling you today. Would you come with me? I have a spare seat in my car or you can follow me in the morning and we're going to be there at nine o'clock but you need to know that God is calling you today. Today is the day he is calling you. The kingdom of God is at hand. Amen. Jesus might come before this message is finished. And that is good for you and I. We are found in the house of the Lord. Amen. Man, I pray, God, that you would come. But God, not before you save this community. Holy Spirit, not before a river gushes across this community. Do you want to hear the vision God gave me this morning? I saw a river of the Holy Spirit, blue and pure. It was marvelous. And it wasn't the flood that we went through a couple of years ago. But it flowed as a river down this street. And it came down and then came into this building. And then a moment later, the river came all the way around and came down this street into this building. Let me tell you, church, this year is a year of revival. It's a year of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And we do not want to be found as spectators. We want to be found as participators. The church alive in action. Amen. 
Don't think I've even, I, don't, I haven't even read the second half of the verse. I'm too excited already. And as you go, preaching, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8. Heal the sick. Who's doing this? Me. You. Heal the sick. Do you receive those words this morning? You have to have a revelation that the power of God is in your life to heal the sick. You have to believe with all of your heart and not just believe you've got to do and let your faith be realized in totality that when you speak to someone, healing is flowing out of the Spirit of God in you and out of you. Not because of our words, not because you're the wisest, not because you got your theology and doctrine down, but because the Spirit of God is in you and Jesus has given you the authority that when you pray over someone, that they will be healed in Jesus' name. Not in my name but I am the conduit. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, and cast out demons. Listen, freely you receive this. Freely give. By rising from the dead, Jesus fulfilled his mission and obtained all authority. He then gives you and I this authority for our mission. Jesus who is filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus who received Holy Spirit power. Jesus who fulfilled what was required of him to obtain all authority over sin and death. Jesus gives us, gives us, you and I, this power, this authority, and this mission. And the Holy Spirit is in us. Amen. Can you say out loud, I'm anointed of God. That sounded different than the first one this morning. Jesus, the victor, made victory possible for us. But we're not finished. Ten days after Jesus ascended into heaven, there was over 120 people in a room. There's more than 120 here today. Praying and worshipping God. They heard a violent Noise coming down the street like a rushing mighty wind. This is in your Bible. I reckon a river of the Spirit flowing down the street would sound like that. Do you imagine all the stones on the road flicking over, all the cars being knocked aside? We've seen what water can look like. Imagine if that was the Holy Spirit of God. A violent noise. It filled the whole house. Something or someone that looked like fire divided and sat on each one of them. Could you imagine that here today? 
Then they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Say, I'm filled. They started to speak in other languages. Some prophesied. Others had visions. Others started dreaming in the, in the moment like we did this morning. People thought that they were drunk. However, in a way that they had never really seen before. And from this, the new church was birthed. Oh, come on. And it was all about Jesus Christ. It was all about Jesus. I was thinking just this morning, when it's all about Jesus, when we can really empty ourselves, people will be drawn. The Word of God says it. People will be drawn to the houses of God, all, all the churches around this community. When we humble ourselves and fall to our knees and empty ourselves and cry out to God and we, we look at what God has, has purposed us for in the year. You know, we can do this this year. We look at God's purposed me to grow my business. God's purposed me to get married this year or to have children. Or God's purposed me to this or that. Whatever his purpose through the mission within that, that filters throughout all of that, is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. The purpose that overarches everything about a Christian is the purpose of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as you fulfill the purpose, the anointing will flow. The presence and the power will flow. What God has given you will start to flourish and grow. Your family will grow, your business, your finances, whatever it is that you are purposed for. As you bring the gospel through it and bring it through it and see people in whatever you do. It could be a function like going to work every day and turning on electricity. It doesn't matter. Every morning you see somebody and your gospel, your gospel, you're praying, you're praying. And God will bless because the spirit and the power and the anointing of God is on your life. Holy Spirit is here for all who believes so that in everything we do, we do it unto the Lord. The Holy Spirit is in us to do signs and to do wonders. Amen? To pray for the sick and to see them recover. Amen? To neglect, declare the gospel of Jesus with more than great words, but with the power of the word. Amen? To bring forth the message of God's saving grace through Jesus Christ. Do you receive that this morning? Amen.